Hey, my clowns, this is Stephen Lee Clark with this second installment of Talk Full Radio. On today's show, we are one step closer to the robotic takeover. Finally, some smoking gun evidence of alien life forms, and we'll close out the news with some weird ass noises from outer space. I'll be talking to my boy Tony Molina, and as always, I'll be lacing you with some more slaps. So do me a favor, calm your ass down, have a seat. This is Talk Full Radio. Again, welcome to Talk Full Radio. Um, just a quick shout to the whole team. Uh, that's all of you that listened and uh, enjoyed the first episode, gave me some feedback. It went really fucking well, uh, swimmingly, I'd even say. And uh, I was really excited about it, man. I was like, you know, nervous to see how it would go. And it went really fucking well. And uh, that is mostly thanks to you fools. And uh, it made me realize this team is perfect. Because it's true. We are a team and it is perfect. And uh, yeah, we are the proverbial undefeated one for one. We're batting a thousand, even though I don't give a shit about baseball. But uh, let's say that the first episode was definitely a touchdown. All right. Um, Real quick, you're going to get this on Thursday. But in this world, it is fucking Mother's Day. And I want to say to every mother out there, happy Mother's Day. I want to say... Just like my boy Antoine always says, every day is Mother's Day. And uh, for me, if it wasn't for my mom giving me fucking Iron Maiden and some Metallica and some Queen, not to mention the KLF, shit like that, uh, I'd probably be a huge fucking clown. So I definitely want to say Happy Mother's Day to my mom, to my nana, and uh, thanks to you, I'll never be a fool like this. Your mother bought you up wrong, motherfucker. And last thing, as I said, we're a huge fucking team. Once again, this team is perfect. And so I would like to shout a couple of the team. Happy birthday to my boy, Luke. Happy birthday to my little brother, Will Cook. And now let's start this shit off right. I got some Delroy Edwards for you. Now you in my trunk off the slowed down funk volume. Lock me in the trunk. Take that Yeah. 
that is the actual definition of slap. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, all those uh, slowed down funk like mixtapes are so fucking good, dude. They all slap so hard. Um, yeah, some LA Club resource shit. Uh, so now, as always, we will hit the fucking news. Here's some bullshit that happened somewhere today. All right, so first off, we have over on businessinsider.com, there is an article entitled British tech company Okado creates automated robotic warehouse. Now, this struck me because, as we all know, the world is being taken over by technology, with, uh, which I'm pretty down with. I don't really mind it at all. Um, and this is the perfect example of how robots are way more efficient than human beings, because um, as we all know, Human beings are fucking idiots. So, Okado is an online grocery store based out of the UK. And uh, one day they were looking at their web their warehouse and they decided, man, all these aisles uh, that our workers walk down to pick our items are a huge fucking waste of space. So, they decided to get rid of all the aisles and they built an overhead matrix consisting of robots that moved around on rails. Um, so, how it works is the overhead robot receives coordinates assigned to certain products and it fucking shoots over and picks it up, stacks them on pallets and gets them ready to ship out. It saves time, it saves space, and the error rate has gone down a lot. Uh, you know, because again, most humans are fucking morons. Um, so they're looking to pat patent this, uh, this technology, which would A, make them billions of dollars, and B, change the damn warehouse game forever. Uh, they already made $1.5 billion when they floated to the stock exchange five years ago. But, you know, apparently that wasn't enough. They also felt like kickstarting the robot revolution. Um, it was a good one because, you know, I am a, a big fan of technology. But, you know, it's also obviously my conspiracy mind starts getting fucking scared. And, you know, one day it's all going to lead up to artificial intelligence and robots again are way more efficient than human beings and better at calculating and problem solving and it would be the end of us uh you know according to terminator which doesn't seem that far-fetched to me uh it was cool you know i mean living in the bay area man for a while uh i used to rely heavily on bart train and, you know, they would go on strike, you know, like I'm all for workers rights and I'm all for that kind of shit. But I couldn't help but start thinking to myself like, fuck, man, you know, who doesn't do that? Robots. Uh, and it seemed like a pretty easy job, you know. And again, like it's probably going to piss a lot of people off, but robots are fucking tight, you know, and they're super efficient. Uh, I heard an NPR uh, like a thing on NPR one time and it was it kind of struck me because this dude was walking down the street in San Francisco, just pointing out all these different jobs that could be automated. And yeah, I understand, uh, people need jobs and to keep the economy going, but you know, it's what we get. If when you live in a capitalist society where the only point is to make money, efficiency rules all. And so, you know, it's a toss up, whether it's good or bad, uh, who fucking knows. I'm not the one to tell you that. But, uh, yeah, again, the only thing I know is that robots are fucking cool. So moving on, um, over at alteredimensions.net, this is a fucking good one. Here you go, coil. Um, 
So apparently, the smoking gun evidence uh, for alien life has been exposed, and it comes in the form of slides from Roswell. So the story goes like this. In 1989, a woman was cleaning out the home of a deceased couple, Bernard and Hilda Ray, who were these two super rich oil tycoons uh, in Texas and New Mexico. Um, And in their attic, she found a box of old Kodachrome slides. Uh, If you haven't seen them, they're from, you know, way long ago. Those just little cardboard slot with slides in the middle of them. And so she thought they would be cool to hold on to. She put them in her attic for about 10 years. And uh, one day when she finally decided to look through them, there were slides from around the world. There were slides containing like certain celebrities like Bing Crosby, President Eisenhower, And then she noticed a small plastic envelope with two slides hidden in the lining of the box. And when she looked at them, fuck fool, they were alien bodies. She sent the slides to Kodak, who confirmed that the slides were indeed manufactured between 1942 and 1949. So this is the part that got me, though. She sold the slides to a production company who is now making a documentary and they recently unveiled, well, kind of unveiled these slides. They showed a picture of the slides and someone took a picture of the picture and someone cleaned them up and they revealed what seemed to be an alien body. So... They, they unveiled this whole documentary preview thing to a crowd of 10,000 people who, wait for it, paid $350 a pop to attend. Because, you, know, you know, why would you share the most important scientific discovery of human history when there's tons of bread to be made, you know? But so the slides are pretty blurry, but someone, again, cleaned them up. And I will say that it does look tight, A, it looks like an alien B, but you know, obviously the authenticity is in question. And a lot of people are already saying that this is bullshit. Uh, and just like my boy D this is horse shit. And, uh, the thought is that it could be a child mummy or just some preserved body from a long time ago. Um, but you know, it all seems to me like it and slapped it on a plastic lunchbox and now you're selling it. You want to sell it. Well, it sucks because like, yeah, I feel you, Jeff. It sucks because, uh, you know, it's like for someone like me that's super interested in this kind of shit and endlessly reads articles about conspiracy and aliens and all this shit. I'm just tired of reading bullshit articles, man. You know, and like I'm tired of people coming out with the so-called truth. Uh, and it never seems to hold up. But again, you know, now, now that we're so deep into all this fake evidence and all this shit, you know, if it ever does really happen, uh, you know, we may or may not even know until someone fucking lands on our front lawn, you know, but, uh, again, you know, Mulder told me to trust no one. And I think that definitely, uh, applies to this. So, for our next article, I want you guys to listen to this.
So that wasn't just a bunch of fucking static and shit. I mean, it was, but you know, it, it goes tighter than that. Um, so what that was, was those were actual sounds recorded 22 miles above the Earth's surface. Uh, and so a University of North Carolina student named Daniel Bowman attached infrared microphones to a NASA balloon. And when he retrieved the data, he was shocked. Now, the sounds definitely, they had to be sped up uh, pretty significantly. Uh, I think it was about a thousand times for humans to be able to hear it. Um, and, but, you know, science has yet to explain what these noises are. Uh, Bowman himself had some pretty valuable insight. He said, it sounds kind of like X-Files. Um, okay. What the, the fuck are you doing? Uh, yeah, it was infrasonic sound. And so how that stuff works, infrasonic sound can travel a long way and natural phenomenon does cause it. So, you know, my guess is some remnants of some ancient supernova that traveled here from really far away. But, you know, I'm not a fucking scientist. Uh, I'm just a chiller. So maybe it is something really crazy. But see, I like this kind of shit more because the simple fact is we don't know what it is. Where there's probably a million people putting these you know attaching these stories to it and blah blah blah. but when it comes down to it we have no fucking clue what it is and uh i kind of like that it's really interesting so yeah i got some links for you in the show notes for all those articles go peep yourself you can listen to that those sounds um and tell me what you think dude it's pretty crazy cool so now i'm gonna play a couple things for you and then we're gonna get into our interview so fucking peep this shit this is my boy skander and this is dirge one fuck yeah
tight. So that was Skander with Dirge One and Jock Club with That Thing You Do. So, uh, yeah, a little bit about Skander. That is a dog from the Bay Area. <clears throat> and he, or him and his brother Sarab, they run uh, pretty much the tightest record store in SF right now. It's called RS94109. And it is literally what the Bay Area needs. I was pretty sad to leave that shit because those dudes are doing some really fucking cool shit out there. And um, I'm super stoked to know those fools. Uh, they play a lot of shows. They put on a lot of shit. And you should seriously fuck with it anytime you're in the Bay. And then, uh, yeah, Jock Club <clears throat> is obviously some of the tightest shit out right now. And uh, he's a part of that whole ascetic house scene. And those dudes, again, are another one of those labels that just put out nothing but tight shit. It is fucking crazy. Um, and yeah, it's great to know those fools. Uh, party with those guys. They're all just like super good dudes. And they're all doing, again, some of the tightest shit that's going on right now. And super, it's great to know like some super active young fools that are out there just like blessing this weak ass world with some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So before I get to the interview, uh, I just want to throw out there, again, we're all one big team, and uh, let's just say we're the Raiders, okay? Um, and I was just, you know, I want to throw out there that any artists or anybody that's down to help out with the graphic, um, so it's not just my fucking face on the thing, that would be awesome. Um, yeah, I'm not the most visually talented fool, so fucking help a player or help your dog. Um but yeah, again, we're all doing this together. So I set up a Gmail. It's talkfulradio at gmail.com. Um, e email me with any suggestions, comments, questions, uh, just straight up bullshit you want to throw my way. Um, whatever you want, man. Uh, I'll respond as much as I can and let's fucking do this. So uh, before we hit the interview, I'm going to lace you with a Tony Molina song called Breaking Up. And then I will fucking catch you on the other side. Yo, 
once in a while, a Barry, a brother will come along and drop some shit that just makes you think, damn, I wish I made something half as tight as this. And no, I'm not talking about Mac Dre uh, or even Tom Brady. I'm talking about this full Tony Molina. Ever since Ovens, this fool had me sitting up in trees on LSD feeling as happy as when I hit my first lick. And now with the Tony Molina band, it's one of those few bands that if you're not down, fool, I think that shit's weird as fuck. Please welcome my brown brother and young bay prince, Tony Molina. What's up, fool? What's up, fool? <laughs> How you doing? I'm tight, dude. How are you, man? Yeah, I'm chilling, man. Like, fucking a little over-caffeinated right now, but you know, it's tight, all good. Tight. Yeah. What's yeah, up with you today? Just... Watching Friday right now. Uh, <laughs> I, had, yeah. I had to put it on pause, you know, but yeah, just chilling, man. With some fucking groundbreaking shit we're doing right here, so it's all good. Yeah. We're putting shit yeah. on pause. Put fucking yeah. put fucking life on pause right now, fool. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah. Uh. Obviously, I've been a fan for a long time. Um. We've kicked it a few times, and like every time, it's chill as fuck. So yeah, I'll just like start throwing questions at you, man. It's like totally. It's all. It's all good. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, first off, like, let's just start out easy. Like, give me a little, like, what's the little history of the Tony Molina band? You know, like, what made you, because Ovens was tight as fuck. And, like, that shit was just going, like, hella hard. <laughs> and then uh, what made you decide, on like, to move on and start doing, like, your own kind of shit? Well, what happened was the drummer and the bass player for the Ovens moved away. Oh. And so I was still trying to, like, uh, write songs for us to record. But... Like, just, like, year after year, it just seemed like they were just, like, permanently, like, not coming back to the Bay. Yeah. No one could make time to come back to record and play shows or anything like that. So, basically, at some point, I think, when I had the Dissonance Mist album written, mm -hmm. I had to decide at some point to just do it by myself because I knew they weren't going to be able to come back. Oh, so was so that album was originally written for Evans? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. for sure. Tight. Very yeah. Tight. And so, that's what happened with that. And then my friends put that shit out and I just recorded myself because I didn't know what else to do. I didn't want I didn't want the songs to just sit there and not get recorded. Yeah. So I just did it myself and then my friends put it out and I just put it under my name because I didn't really know what else to put it out. Yeah. As. Like <laughs> I couldn't come up with another name, you know? Yeah. Like I mean, solid. Dude, that shit worked out fucking perfectly, fool. Yeah, yeah, it worked out okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's fucking chill. Like, uh, Dude, I remember, like, I've seen both bands, dude, and, like, it just, the transition just went, like, so smooth and fucking well and shit, and so it's, like, yeah. it's hella tight, and I hella like how you, like, kind of still, you know, you're still always, like, jumping on these, like, hardcore shows and shit, and, like, and, like, doing shit like that, having hardcore bands play with you, and yeah. that's fucking tight as fuck, and, like, yeah, full, like, you know, Bay, like, man, the, the whole, I mean, it's, I feel, I could be wrong, but I feel like... The shit's kind of like tapered off a little bit, but like, man, the the punk and like hardcore shit where where we live, dude, or where I used to live in the Bay, yeah, man, dude, that shit used to be so on point, dude, and just yeah. fucking, oh my god, dude, shit was crazy. Yeah, like the the early two thousands up until whenever. Yeah, I mean there was all yeah, yeah, and it's dude. cool. Everyone's still around too, you know. You still see people. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. Lights out is fucking playing shows. Dude, like I was just me and fucking Tony uh, Antoine were just talking about that shit. Like, oh my fucking god, I can't wait. I know. That shit. Hey, you want to talk about going fucking hard, bro? <laughs> shit. Dude. Hey, you can catch me yeah. in the fucking pit, bro. Uh, <laughs> that shit's gonna be crazy, dude. Yeah, um, yeah, it's gonna be so tight, dude. Yeah, so fucking tight. I know, dude. We, yeah, we were yeah. we were just laughing about like, dude. Oh my god, that's gonna go fucking off. And like, yeah, like. 
Infest played all those shows and shit. And like, yeah, dude, what I always think about is like all the in disgust days, dude. Like, when yeah, shit, that dude, was, oh my god, dude, that band was unreal, man. Like yeah, every absolutely. show, they were like the sketchiest band in, but like the tightest band and just every show was like insane man. i know dude like, i always have that picture of that full like the garbage can getting thrown at that like up there yeah yeah dude that shit was so fucking tight dude the one where like someone threw it at wrist while he was playing drums exactly he was like yeah. playing blast beats and someone threw a garbage can and like missed him but yeah. he kept playing yeah yeah exactly I feel like that yeah. probably happened to him like every fucking show though, yeah you know? i know and i think i remember <laughs> i also think i remember that full jose getting hit by a garbage can uh i'm not sure dude, people are always fucking throwing <laughs> traffic cones and fucking yeah. all types of shit when they would play dude that was just like a fucking time dude where that shit was just going off like every show and like gilman was actually tight and shit and like i mean not that they're not tight now uh my bad but you know it's like <laughs> <laughs> uh it, yeah the shit was just it was a time that was fucking way tight dude um, for sure man there was like so uh, yeah i mean there was like hell of exciting bands like to go see that were like local and shit yeah you know but yeah. in disgust in disgust are like the legends though man that Absolutely, shit like does not dude. happen often you know bands like that you know i fuck I mean? yeah i know man like and dude I'll, yeah, you know that's one of those that shit like i'll still listen to that shit and just be like fuck dude like this band if they were st that's like one of the few bands i feel like because yeah it's usually like you know a band will stop being a band before they start sucking and that's like a good thing you know but i yeah man, just how good that shit was i'm always just like fuck i still i wish this was still a band dude yeah, I mean they kind of they technically are they never actually broke up and they do play shows every once in a while. Yeah, I also but, remember yeah. I also remember of time of always hearing like oh it's in disgust last show and I was like fool has been yeah. the last show like fucking seven times now. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> and then yeah, still like fucking shitting on everybody like for every single last show. It was still tight as fuck. Yeah, for sure. Um <laughs> yeah, so uh that's actually a good So my next question was like I was looking at this upcoming tour that you're doing and shit and you're like you're playing a couple tight like spots, like bigger spots. Like I saw you're playing Bowery and shit like that. And uh -huh. like I've seen you, I mean shit, like the uh, like what last a couple weeks ago or something. Like me, Kay, and George fucking came and we saw you in like the smallest garage, and it was yeah. fucking, it was tight as fuck. Like I yeah. personally, you know, I you know I personally like both ends of the spectrum. Like the big right. shows are tight because your pedals aren't getting fucking unplugged and like i mean most of the time and like fools fucking bumping yeah. into you and like fucking all yeah. that shit but then the, yeah. the small shows are just like a fucking like feeling that you like same the same thing we're talking about you get transported back to like some crazy shit you know what i'm saying right right um so what like what do you personally like what kind of what do you really prefer uh you know what i kind of don't really have uh i don't know you know as long as people are cool, as like as long as like people, I don't really have a preference for shows. I mean, probably like shows where the sound is good is probably the preferable thing for most musicians. I think, <laughs> like, I'm not one of those people who like romanticizes like basement shows and shit like that. You know, yeah. Like I grew yeah, up, I grew I up playing you. shows like that, but it isn't like this like sacred thing for me, like it is for other people. Like the whole DIY thing of just like yeah, like a basement, like. You know, like the band and the crowd are like one together. See, well, like I'm so I've happy. never been into that shit. Yeah, for sure. Seriously, dude, I'm so happy you're saying that shit right now. Cause yeah. like, I mean, I feel like that too. Like, I mean, I remember fucking playing like little power violence shows and shit, and like 
and like kind of being in that mentality and then playing yeah. like a bigger show and be like man fuck that shit dude yeah, like, yeah i got yeah. fucking space i got a fucking monitor i have like yeah. good sound and shit it's like right. crazy as fuck dude and i'm yeah. so dude i'm so happy you say that because like you know like the fucking old like punk part of me like feels like bad that i'm saying that and shit but then like the adult like reality like part of me is like man fuck that dude yeah i mean when i think about it because i've never i never subscribed to that whole diy shit i mean i've always played in bands like that i still play in bands like that but like it's like i've never been a part of that i've never like taken that mentality and like applied it to myself my own music like all my favorite basement underground shows i've ever done that i liked were probably just because hell of my friends were there you know yeah, what i mean totally but like yeah. hell of your friends could be at any show you know what i'm saying yeah yeah and like totally. but like the whole like yeah but like they used to play basements like they used to be cool that's like some shit that's like someone else's ethics that like you know what i'm saying it's like it like me as a musician i've never subscribed to anything like that like i've always just been like well i'm here to play my instrument you know, like, yeah, for I sure, don't, man. I, but I, like, you know, the whole like, man, playing in basements and sleeping on a full floor is like the tightest thing. That's why I do that. Man. <laughs> it's like my culture, bro. Yeah, yeah. I've never subscribed to that mentality ever. I've never yeah. understood it because, because I don't really look, I've never really looked at me playing my instrument as like some kind of like movement yeah. or like some kind of thing, like for like some kind of subculture or the soundtrack to someone else's lifestyle or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I've always, out of it is just like well i'm just playing my guitar like i always do yeah you know? it's your shit it could be here it could be here or it could be, yeah like i'll do a house show at my house because it's fun and me and my friends bands will play but we're doing that because it's tight not because it's this like revolution like oh my god like diy thing yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you know and, what i'm saying and it takes a fucking true like you know punk is like all great and shit like that and diy shit's cool but it's super like it's almost like egotistic as fuck to be like, yeah. I'm DIY. Like I do it this way. Like this is what is real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, for you know yeah. what else is real? Like paying bills. You know what I'm saying? Hey, like, yeah, exactly. It's exactly <laughs> like, dude, like fucking straight up. Like th those shows where like they pass around a hat yeah, and there's yeah. like some touring band and they don't get paid. Like that's fucking DIY as fuck. Absolutely. But that band is on tour. How are they going to fucking like, you need to give them money so they can fucking be on tour because yeah. being on tour is really hard yeah absolutely yeah it's like dude. the whole and it, it's weird i've never subscribed to that shit but growing up in the bay area and like going to like you know those kind of shows since i was like what 15 i'm i'm 30 i'm gonna be 31 this year i've been going to shows like that since i was 14 15 and it's just like one of those things where like it doesn't really work for me like yeah, it doesn't make sense that like it doesn't really like because i don't know it's just it's cool i guess but it's very limiting it's yeah. very limiting and Absolutely. a lot of the time it's not very music based it's yeah. based around a lot of other things besides music and the, and the one thing that i've always been focused on is music like i'm not focused on like like the venue and like how much you're going to charge you know what i'm saying yeah, and I, like, I feel like you, all these uh, all these things that have to do with show because that's like show culture dude yeah and i'm not into any kind of subculture i just like music dude exactly. you know what I'm saying? once you start yeah. applying these like rules and like this culture to anything dude it just starts fucking yeah. it up you know what i'm saying and yeah i mean like... so, i mean people do it people do it and it's tight and it totally works for them but there's i think there's a mentality where like you're expected to be a part of someone else's subculture if you're gonna be you know like people always say like oh like like this is my scene like a community and all this stuff and like i've like literally never understood what people meant when they say that to me because I'm just like, well, you guys are my friends and I'm playing this show because you asked me to yeah. and we're all friends. So, but I never looked at it as a scene or like a community. Like, it's just yeah. like, 
just a shitty ass show. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah like, totally. Exactly. Not my scene. Like this is not my community. Like I don't know. Like you guys are my friend. I've always just looked at it as like friendships I've made through musicians because I was always always friends with the bands I play with. Because yeah, obviously being a musician, you want to make you know friends with musicians. I never like wanted to be like this is my community. Like you yeah. know. But I mean, whatever. I'm not talking down on people who like subscribe to that like those DIY stuff because it, it it's really helpful and it works for a lot of people. But just like my personal experiences, I was just like, what? I don't know. <laughs> you yeah, know? Like, no, I feel you. I like, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, I'm we're cool not talking whatever. down <laughs> about it because, I mean, both yeah. of us came from that shit. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And we both did yeah, that yeah. shit. And, like, we both appreciated it. But, yeah, I yeah. mean, there's nothing wrong with, like, I mean, me personally, like, I fucking, I'm not good at anything else. You know what I'm saying? So, right, it's like, yeah. I could play free shows forever and, like, just be some fool playing free shows, like, not doing shit. Or I could, like, try, actually try to make this, like, a living. You know what I'm saying? right exactly yeah i remember I what's funny is like i remember uh my the last straw for me was uh do you remember that hazmat spot hazmat oh, yeah. warehouse yeah dude okay, i remember dude. playing there and like they had this little stage there and i was playing it was this band monuments i did vocals in and like i remember being like a like i thought this place like it was a bunch of like pirate punks and shit but they oh yeah good totally, shows man. you know and yeah. i remember being like in like the middle of like a 10 minute song being like it smells like fucking shit dude and then i realized <laughs> that there was like a huge pile of dog shit right next to me full because it's all these like tra- you know a bunch of traveling yeah, yeah. that have dogs yeah. and shit and yeah. i was like man and then i was just like then i started like really rebelling against that shit and with that band stairs that me and uh juan were in one yeah that that was when i fucking started like all right, fool, like, I've had enough of this shit. And I started, like, throwing my bass at people. And then, every- <laughs> and then everybody's like, this fool likes, like, this fool reps the Raiders hella hard and, like, throws his bass. Oh, uh, meanwhile, this was before it was tight to rep the Raiders. You know what I'm saying? For, like, yeah, yeah. It was, like, a punk thing to like the Raiders and shit. And yeah, then yeah. they were like, man, this fool's a jock, dude. And I was like, hell yeah, yeah. fool. Hey, read it. <laughs> yeah, you damn know that. it, fool. Jock life. <laughs> but... Yeah, that shit was, that was the fuck, it was, again, it was like a time, and like, for a long time, that shit was hella fun, just like what you're saying, man, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I there's, I appreciate that shit, when a, when a musician's like, you know what, fool, like, I gotta progress, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, it's like, I don't know, if you're just into playing your instrument, and you're playing shows, I mean, you know, one thing is that you deserve to get paid, Absolutely. like, you deserve to get paid if you play your instrument, the other thing is that you deserve to play for people who are enthusiastic to see you play music. So a lot of the times, like in these like underground shows, a lot of the times people are just there to be there. Like, you know, like people are like, Oh man, I heard there's this like show in this like house or like, I heard there's this going on, but it isn't really like, I don't know, man, like the Bay area is weird because in the Bay area, people are not really enthusiastic about music. And a lot of the times they go to shows because they feel like they have to be there or something. Like it yeah. seems like a place to be. Fools want to be but, like, seen when, there. When's the last time like you know, like known someone like in the Bay who was just like, I love this band. I'm going to go to every single show because like I love their music. Like that just doesn't happen. It's like yeah, not man. a part of the culture here. Yeah. There's a million shows. But, and I'm not talking about like my band. I'm talking about in general, like shit I see like. It's weird. It's like people go to shows because they feel like it's a place to be, like to be seen. Or like with like punk shows, it's like, yeah, I'm going to the punk shows. That's what I'm supposed to do because I'm a punk. And it's just like this weird thing because it just seems like like people don't actually. It's it just seems like listening to the music and like being a fan of the, the actual music that is being played is like not no. It's like it's like secondary. It's not yeah. Well, it's 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 like in the top five maybe, but yeah, there's like yeah, all these yeah. other aspects, you know. Yeah, yeah, totally. Shows, and that's what I don't like about shows in general is that 
I don't know, because for me, like, I've, you know, I grew up, like, hating playing shows. I, like, hated playing shows growing up because I always thought it was, like, this really anti-musical thing because I was always just in a recording. And I hated playing shows because it's like, well, what, what do I have to, like, prove to someone? Like, why do I have to, like, go up there and, like, lug all this gear and, like, play to someone I don't know? To Like, what am I trying to convince them that I have good songs? It's like, I don't care, like, if someone likes it or, like, I'm not trying to, like... Improve, like improve, like I'm not trying to get anyone to like my band like yeah I, you know so that's really tight it, man like that's I feel like that's rare you know like, yeah I mean well first of all I was like yeah I don't know like shows are weird like even if we play good sometimes shows are weird like you know like I mean I spent so many so many years like going to shows and feeling awkward and like standing outside the whole time smoking six because like awkward being inside and like actually missing cool bands or whatever yeah. I just feel like sometimes it, it isn't the best way to like experience music. And I've always felt weird about playing shows. I feel better about it now because it's like finally at some point something changed where like, you know, like I would play a show and people would be like, oh, cool. Like that band's playing like I'm going to go see because I'm a fan and then I'm going to like buy a seven inch and like, do, you know, be like a fan of the music. Yeah, I think it was like because the ovens, dude, for 10 years, we played shows to nobody. Yeah, like we yeah. played shows to like five people for fucking 10 years. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like. So it's just like you, I got used to that shit, and then things changed eventually. But I don't even know where I was going with this. But just the whole culture of shows is weird. It's and it's tricky. But I definitely think the Bay Area is not the best live music area. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. You know, people are either too stressed to be because it's so expensive here. Like they're either, they're either too stressed to like be able to enjoy, you know, music because <laughs> they're like worried about rent or whatever. Yeah, yeah for real. <laughs> Or they just don't have enough time or people are like trying to be like cool and being like, well, I'm cool, not sure dude. this shit's cool. Yeah. Some people are too cool, which happens in cities, you know? Yeah. That's like very like, a, you know, an aspect of cities as opposed to like towns where like you could play a small town and like everyone comes out and everyone's super stoked because there's not a lot of shit going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I like that a lot more. Like, yeah, you know, absolutely, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. Dude, fuck yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, shit. It's like it's crazy for me to hear that you're like that's the progression of you playing shows because fuck yeah. full, like every time I've seen you, you guys have been just like on point as fuck. You know what I'm saying? So that's like, that's tight though. You know, I hell like that. Yeah. That is your outlook because it's, it's like very honest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, man, it's, it's just like, I feel like full, uh, anybody that really succeeds in life at like whatever they're trying to do is because they enjoy what they're doing and how right. you're saying, like, I don't give a fuck. Like people like, my band at a show i just want to play music that is right. literally like enjoying the act of what you're doing and that's why right yeah fools like you and like fools like fucking like barry bonds and shit are successful in life because that fool yeah. hell liked hitting home runs you know what i'm saying yeah, exactly like, yeah yeah i keep talking about baseball and i hella don't fucking like baseball in my life. <laughs> <laughs> fuck fool um but yeah so like one one thing that always stuck out to me and how you're talking about like di like having good sound and shit like that one thing that always even like from ovens to now it was always your guitar tone i was like always fucking down and it was like, yeah yeah it was like almost at the beginning so for me it was like this this crazy like sick tone combined with this these like riffs that like yeah. you're at first you're like this tone shouldn't be on these like poppy riffs 
but somehow yes. you made it like perfectly match. Like it, it just did perfect. And I mean, yeah, it was, it was sick as fuck. So like <laughs> not specific, like you don't have to specifically talk about your setup right now, but like just throughout your band, like throughout your history of playing music, what are some like tone things, like some pedals or like some amps that you really enjoyed? Like, I think, yeah, yeah, dude. Like I will, like, I think when I was a kid, like I was always really into like, see the first like band, like my first actual band was like Nirvana. Right. Yeah. And Nirvana always had those sick ass guitar tones with like a lot of feedback yeah. and the kind of heavy thing. That's that some like 90s, like metal zone type shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean like I'm super, see, cause I grew up listening to metal and shit. Yeah. So like when I started playing guitar, it was very much like, I really like, like when I was like a kid, like I was really into Metallica and I've really, you know, yeah. Megadeth and Slayer and shit. And so I really wanted to like have a tone that was kind of like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. but, and I was also really into like, I mean, I was always into really into pop groups, but I think the reason like, like Weezer was like a big band for me growing up is because they were like the first band I ever heard who had like the heavy guitar thing, but the songs were like almost like Beatles songs. So it was like oh, every, yeah. it was like everything, you know? Yeah. And the thing is, is like, I've always just been like a guitar, like, got, like a lot of my favorite bands, including Weezer, man, it's like fucking, I just love the guitar style. And like, there's pop groups like that. There's like the fastbacks are like that, where it's like Kurt Block is on like some crazy, like super like metal type sound. Weezer has this like whole like feedback, like heaviness to their like tone. And like, you know, just growing up and like being really into that Nirvana, like tone on like Bleach and like. Fuck in yeah. utero and then seeing how that goes you can trace that tone all the way back how like okay the melvins did that tone before then and then the melvins were really into like later black flag and like fang yeah and so you hear like, yeah, the first dude. fang like the first fang album totally has that like really like almost metal distortion with that perfect feedback and stuff you know yeah and then yeah and then like so listening to like fang and then like crowbar dude, or like I'm or like so or i hate god yeah. Like I hit God, it's like literally that same tone. Like yeah. that's the tone. Like it's not, it's, it's not really a metal tone. It's more of this like real fuzzy, like I feel like flipper and like Fang kind of invented it and the Melvins and Nirvana and like the Northwest kind of like took that tone. And then like, I hate God kind of took that tone even further. Yeah. 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 And like, so like I've always just been really attracted to that tone yeah, and like, I fucking feel you, dude. like with all the feedback and stuff and mainly just like being a dude, like, the way I play guitar is like I still sit in my room and practice like play along to Metallica records all the time. Yeah, 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 totally. I've always just been what I like like out of me like cheap because I've only ever used really cheap gear. Dude, that's yeah. so tight because and I knew you were gonna say something like that because like yeah. I'm the exact same way, man. I'm I'm exactly the same way. Like I yeah. would I would like I like spring like the most expensive amp I sprang for was like a fucking Sobtech. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. A MIG 100 because that shit was just straight power, and I right. got it for 400 bucks, and I was still yeah. like, damn, fool, this is breaking me. But like, yeah, yeah. you, you, you <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that's why yeah. I love like I love that kind of shit. That's why for bass I play that fucking PVT 40 because I mean not now, but when I when I got that shit, you could find it for 200 bucks, and it was straight exactly. up fucking power. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the thing. That that funny ass crate I use that everyone laughs about. That thing is like, I, I got it for 150 dollars, and I think yeah, and I just bought another one for like 130 dollars. It's it's not like yeah, like someone like could be like, dude, why does this guy like use this funny ass like crate combo? But it totally, you can totally dial in that tone. Like Absolutely. you can totally dial in that like 
like I'm fucking 14. I'm playing along to Metallica in my room. Like, and then you, it's got enough distortion on it. So you can get that perfect feedback. Yeah. Uh, you, you know what I mean? And then like, yeah, it's just like, it's, it's perfect for me because it's got, yeah, it's like that dude, like just being a kid and like, like someone saying, Oh, like how does Greg Ginn get like that black flag tone? It's just like, Oh, he's just like, get any solid state amp and just overdrive the shit out of it. Absolutely. And then I realized that so many other bands do that too. Like, I remember seeing fucking, I was watching that Cannibal Corpse documentary. <laughs> they're, they're one of my favorite guitar bands of all time. Yeah, fuck yeah. I, I saw fucking the guitar player, what's his name? The guy who got kicked out of the band. Is it Rousset? I think it's Rousset. Mm -hmm. uh, he got kicked out after Tomb of the Mutilated. But that, that album has like fucking sick ass guitar tone. Dude was literally using the shitty ass Volva State in the studio. Shitty ass Volva State head that I used in the ovens for like fucking nine years yeah that's tight with the with the fucking with the same overdrive the boss od1 yeah which was, oh, dude, which that's... was my setup in the ovens for like fucking 10 years yeah yeah, yeah. obviously he was he was like using emgs and he had his, his shit modded probably mm -hmm. um but it's like still like that same kind of sound that we i always looked for you know like yeah. I, i'm still down with that shit like i, I still want that randall RG100 because that's what Crowbar used. That's Hell what Dimebag yeah. Girl Dime used. You know what I mean? Yep, I yep. still want that amp, you know? So, yeah, so for I sure. Get that phone, you know? And there's always, I've always thought that there's like some, there's, it's like, it's like admirable as fuck to be able to just like concentrate and pull a fucking tight tone out of anything. You know, that's how I feel about myself. Exactly. You can give me anything and I'll pull a tight tone out of it. Me but, too. I can, I can figure that out too, because exactly. we had to, because growing up and like being broke ass fools exactly. and then playing shows, you kind of got used to like not really having a consistent setup. So you basically had to fucking make your shit happen. Yeah. No, and, and yeah, totally, man. It's a I big can... part of like the the shit that we grew up into, like the the scene that we grew up in. It was such yeah. a big part for me to see these, like, see some random fucking kids that just threw money at their band. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god, I know it was so weird. Yeah, it's and... so it was so fucking weird. And people would people would be like, get into like stoner rock like five minutes ago. Yeah, and then they would like, and then they would start their stoner band, and then they'd go out and buy all new like sun yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, and buy like seventy two SGs, and 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 that literally have like no tone. Yeah, for because sure. They think if they just buy it. Yeah, like yeah. instead of like you still have to make it work you know yeah, what i mean you still full, have to put time into your tone yeah full, like, i'm 30 so like, years old i'm 30 years old and i'm still saving up for a fucking model t dude like it'll never happen yeah. for me you know what i'm saying that yeah. shit's so expensive fool so, yeah no but it was weird seeing people just like yeah like try to buy their band you know yeah, what i mean dude i know and like it's yeah i always thought that was super weird and it's funny because people still make fun of me because i use only the cheapest shit i got yeah. a fucking volva state head I got this really stupid crate head, and I got my fucking crate fucking combos, and I'm fucking with it, dude. Yeah, fuck like, yeah, dude. <laughs> dude. I'm fucking with it, man. Like, you can straight up give me an orange, like a fucking nice-ass orange, like a nice one, and I be, I might be like, nah, bro, I'm going to fuck with this Volvo state. Yeah, you know dude. what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, dude, whatever works. So it's crazy to me that someone would listen to, like, your shit and hear that guitar tone and how it matches what you're playing perfectly and then see yeah. your amp and be like, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because it's yeah. only there for one reason, and it's to play the music exactly. that you're fucking playing. You know? Yeah. But yeah. maybe it's a maybe it's a Bay thing. Maybe it's just a music thing though. Just seeing fools like yeah. throw money at bands and shit. You know? It was it was yeah. a, you know I'm, I'm sure it's it's just everywhere. But fuck man, that's some that was like a big thing for me, dude. Like for a long time. Yeah. I'm, I brought my I bought my first fucking bass head with fucking quarters that I saved up from the fucking coffee shop I worked at. 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saved up quarters from tips because the fucking boss was a dickhead and wouldn't let me change them in for dollars. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's yeah. tight. That's tight as fuck. And like, that's my. That's the kind of shit I love. And like, you know, in music for me, like tone is the most important thing you know yeah it, it, it means sure. everything dude and like the yeah, tone is the true. delivery mechanism that you're fucking you're getting your shit across to other people you know it, it's the main instrument man i mean Absolutely. you could take you could take this guitar play it through this amp and like it could sound like fucking shit you mm -hmm. could have like one pedal that same guitar that same amp one pedal that makes the tone that and the pedals your tone like whatever like it, it really is the main thing like i I fucking one time I went to the studio and my pickups were all fucked up and I didn't have my tone and me and my friends kept like it was like almost there but mm -hmm. it didn't have that same exact sound and all my friends were like what the fuck it sounds off it sounds off and we realized it's because the tone wasn't there like the, because the pickups were all fucked up yeah and it was just like weird because it's like it's like so important like I think that dis and dismissed if if I didn't have that tone dialed in no one would like that record I know for a fact that the tone is what makes that whole record I mean, dude, that I mean, tone was always yeah. one of my favorite things about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. got that feedback and it's got the, that thick distortion sound. That's like, it's not, it's not grating. It's like really, it's like almost soft. You know, it's like mm -hmm. it's like smooth. Yeah. But it, you know, it isn't really crunchy. It's more of like a sort of thick. Yeah, it's like thick. it's like it's like it's like there's fuzz there, but it's rounded and like all right. the EQ is just like it's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if I didn't have my guitar set up in the way I did on that record, that record would have came out really bad. I think, I think that, I think cause I lucked out on the tone is, is why it came out pretty good. Yeah. I think, I, or I think it's a I huge, mean, I mean, yeah, a huge aspect for sure. I mean the riffs, yeah. ri the, your riffs like pretty much stand for them, you know, speak for themselves and shit, but absolutely. Yeah. Like if that wasn't attached to that tone, you know, that's, it would be really different dude, for sure. And I think any band can say yeah. that, you know, like any band that does yeah. anything fine, like good, you know, like, but um, so that actually brings me to the next question, which is what's your favorite, like what's your number one favorite guitar that you've ever, you've ever played? Uh, like, I, like guitars that I've played? Either like just, uh, or just like that you played or owned or just like what guitar, like when you think about you playing guitar is like the one that you fuck with the most. Dude, it's my fucking piece of shit Epiphone SG that I still use at every show because look, I got it in eighth grade. It was three hundred dollars, brand new. Yeah, I got a fucking. I got it for my birthday when I turned fourteen years old. Fucking ordered it off musician's friend. Came in the mail like a week later. I fucking plugged it in, and for some reason, it just had this heavier tone than all the other guitars that I had. So I just always used it. Like it just. There's something about the pickups in it that it's like makes it. it I don't know what because they're just stock pickups. There's just something weird. Like all of my friends would tell you how weird that guitar is. Like it doesn't make sense why it's like. <laughs> It doesn't make sense why it sounds so tight because it's a, it's literally a piece of shit. Yeah. And, and I got it in '99 and it's 2015. So yeah, man, it's I don't I don't know. It's but that's my favorite guitar that I own. Like yeah. I have other ones, but uh, I that's the main one I use. You yeah, know? that's the tight one as fuck. I yeah. yeah, yeah, that's tight as fuck. Yeah, I think I, my first like. My first thing was a fucking shitty Ibanez that I got for free from one of my friends. And then I was super yeah. into pickups and like tone too. So I just got this yeah, fucking, yeah. I spent, I got the guitar for free. I spent 80 bucks on an invader, like one of those Seymour Duncan pickups, yeah, which yeah. is just straight up like feedback as soon as you fucking turn it on, you know? And I was yeah, just yeah. like, this shit sounds fucking hard, dude. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And like, you know, that shit's, 
extreme garbage, dude, but you just make it tight. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, just yeah, you just make it tight. Yeah, that's yeah. tight as fuck. Um Yeah. So you that I like I like again, I think me and you like can relate about this kind of shit because of you know, the shows that like all the years of like you said, playing shows to nobody, like touring and fucking mm. not making shit, you know, and like mm-hmm. and I like one of the things about this show that I like talking about is touring. Cause that's like, a, yeah. that's a big thing for people like us. And that's a big yeah. thing for fools. Cause I remember being young, like all I want to do in life is fucking tour. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I like to ask about tour stories, but instead of always being like, what's a crazy, like fucking tour story. Yeah. Like, do you have any really like shitty tour stories? Like I can oh, remember, dude. dude, so many shitty, like, like I was literally questioning like my sanity and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like this. Is oh, dude. Up. Oh man. You don't know the half of it. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know that there was such thing as like good tours until I was like <laughs> my fucking late twenties or something. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, same the, dude, like, exact same dude. Yeah. The, the ovens tours were fucking insane. We did, we did tours where we literally played to like, uh, we did show the weird. Okay, the crazy thing about the ovens was, we would uh, play a show in like fucking Reading or something like that, or like some random place in Oregon, and we'd show up and it'd be like the bartender and the other band, and that's it, and that's the whole show. But the crazy, <laughs> the crazy thing about it is that a lot of people are like, "Yeah, man, that was low, man. Like that felt really low." The weird thing about the ovens is that we never even thought about it that way. We were always like, "I can't believe like." We're not at home. This is fun. Like we never even thought like about like what if people come out? Like we I it was just weird. I guess we were so used to shitty shows mm-hmm. that we thought that's what all shows were like. <laughs> and, yeah. and so like we just got used to it. And I don't remember anyone complaining. I don't remember anyone coming back from tour being depressed because no no and dude, we played shows. Oh my god, I can't tell you how many times we played shows like like toured and like to like played to like literally no one. Yeah. Like, it yeah. Ha- so much sometimes we would play to big crowds because we had friends that like like our last last oven tour the last two oven tours were with grass widow mm-hmm. and they were like really big at the time so there were people there and we and we were funny because we we're like whoa maybe people like us now it's like dude no one even fucking knows you bro like <laughs> they like grass widow dude no one knows um yeah yeah, yeah. like fucking <laughs> those were the good ones but also all of them it's just there's there was i mean i can't even i can't even I can't even fathom how many shows there were where like we played to literally no one, even home, even back home. Like we just did it so often that I can't pick one out. Yeah. But uh, I think it, when we went, when, when the Tony Molina band, when we went on tour, our first tour was with fucked up. Right. Damn, and that's, that's the first, so tough. That's, that's yeah. And like, that's the first tour I ever had. It. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, one second, bro. That's all good. Yeah. Oh shit. One second. Uh, but that was the first tour where I, uh, like had a guarantee and there were like people there and like i just couldn't even i was like wow i don't even know how what this is like this is crazy yeah, yeah. like this is like the craziest thing i've never even heard of this you know yeah I because fucking... i was just so used to like just not like you know like maybe getting 40 dollars, like maybe a couple people like seeing your band play and stuff like that it was just really rare for us you know and we did it for so fucking long without really even knowing I mean, being in the being in the ovens was a very, was a, was a, was a trip because we had to we recorded so much. No one ever, still to this day, no, like none of our albums have ever come out on wax. Yeah, we never like played any like real like 
you know, like, I don't know. It's just, it was just a weird 10 years yeah. of like nothing happening. A lot of music, yeah. but nothing really happening. And yet. watchful. It's going to be one of those things where it's just like, like Tony Molina is going to do great. And then it's going to be like, have you ever fucked with ovens full? And then it's just yeah, going to become yeah. a fucking thing, you know, but yeah, I yeah. Mean, which is great, but it's yeah. just, it's funny, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I remember, <laughs> dude, I remember in stairs, like sleeping on top of my fucking base cab in the back of the van, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. in Vancouver. So like making sure nobody steals your shit at night. Yeah. Cause in Vancouver, people, people steal hella shit. Yeah. They'll look, for, dude, they'll look for California plates and shit and like, fuck your shit. Hell up yeah. And steal some shit. Um, Dude, last last time Scout played Vancouver last summer, uh, our friend Thomas was like, "Hey, what's up? Uh, you guys want a seven inch of my band?" We were like, "Cool," and we're just chilling at this house. And he's like, "Cool, let me walk out to my car." And he walked out to his car, which was like parked like like maybe like a block away, like maybe like probably on the same block. Yeah. And he walked up and he came back like hella bummed. We're like, "Hey, what's up, man?" He's like. Sorry, I don't have your seven inches. Someone just broke into my car and took all my shit. <laughs> dude, that's so shitty, dude. That sucked, dude. Yeah, it was like it's dude, such dude, a setback. Like, and we've been at the house for like a half hour. Like we oh hadn't even God. been there long at all. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. just got there. Yeah, so, it's so crazy. Uh, yeah, I slept in the me and Jeremy slept in the van that night for sure. Yeah. I always sleep in the van on tour, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's fucking tight. So like uh we kind of touched upon this earlier, but like one thing that like I love about you and it's like it's same with me right like we'll always just on the internet or whatever we're always posting about like hella different music so it's like one yes. day i'm just like fucking this cold world records like fucking slaps yeah. and then the next day yeah. i'm just like you know whatever the fuck just like some dad rock shit or some fucking right. and then i'm listening to some fucking nine like some spice one you know or yeah so, yeah, yeah so my question is what was like little Tony walking around the bay, like romping around, like listening to, you know what I'm saying? I know you said like Metallica, <laughs> you said like that kind of stuff. Is there anything that's just like, like you, you look back and you're just like, wow, dude, like I, I liked the craziest shit. <laughs> like when I was, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It was weird. I, I think like, I, it was weird. There was, I mean, it just depends on what, like how old I was at the time, because yeah. obviously when I was 14, I really liked Rancid a lot, you know, yeah, yeah, Operation sure. Ivy, you know, oh, and dude, then Op Ivy is like something that I will still put on the fucking discography and yeah. love like every single word of it. You know, what me saying? too, man. Timeless music, dude. Yeah. It's, it's, it's unbelievable how much that band holds up. I know. Rancid crazy, for me too. Right? I fucking love yeah, Rancid. Fuck yeah. Dude. Rancid's tight. Yeah. yeah. And Op Ivy, Op Ivy is like, is like, it's like that and like minor threat. Those are like the discographies that I'll just never fucking not fuck with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's what I love, dude. Like, I love that. Like, cause for, and you know who else does this is Carrie. Carrie's like this a lot too. This full, like he'll say that he likes something and know that it's not like cool to like that shit, but it's oh, a simple yeah, fact. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I fucked with it hard, you know? And it's oh, like, yeah, yeah. it's, it's just, like shut the fuck up you didn't like that like you know what i'm saying yeah. like first of all i yeah. don't believe you you know what I'm saying? like yeah. when, when you're talking about some shit you used to fuck with someone's just like no nah, yeah. i don't fuck with that like, yeah yeah like, it's fool. like people yeah yeah nobody's around to judge you fool like come on yeah shut the fuck well, up well one of the things about me and i think it happens to carry a lot too actually is that my favorite band my whole life has been the beatles like i'm still like the biggest beatles fan yeah in the fucking and dude like that is like the most uncool thing that you could ever uh, yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. People for sure. fucking hate Beatles fans, and people hate the Beatles. And I, I've, 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 I've seen Carrie get fucking hassled like 
fucking online and shit when like about the Beatles and shit. It happens to me to my friends sometimes, like with because I I'm just like the biggest fan and like that's like so not a cool band. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, what like, it's, it's crazy to like. I understand people have their different tastes and shit, and like especially in my old age, there's no way you can't appreciate that shit. You know what I'm saying? No, it's like <laughs> tracks, dude. Eventually, you're just gonna have to realize like tracks because I think people listen to music in different ways. So some people have like like don't like the Beatles because of aesthetic reasons and like all these things that are like not necessarily about whether or not it's just a track. It's, it's same thing with Oasis and same thing like. I, th- I know Carrie's a big Oasis guy, and I'm a huge Oasis guy. Yeah. And people have given me and Carrie shit about them. But, dude, that band has fucking trash, dude. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Like, I think they're the coolest band ever. But some for some people, they're, like, the most annoying, like, lamest band in the world. I think they're the coolest band, like, yeah, at, of all yeah. time. But, but, like, some people just cannot hang with it, man. And it's weird. It's, like, I don't know. It's just, like... I just like bands that have like really good song. I mean, there's not really too much of an angle like to the Beatles. It's just straight up songs. It's just you know? straight up songwriting, dude. And yeah, like, I'll be, I'm, I'm 100 all the time. And like it did like, I, I had to like mature mentally and be like, Oh, like this shit is fu-. like, I already knew that it was good and well-written music. I had to mature mentally to be like, Whoa, this shit yeah. is like, it's you know you just have an appreciation for that kind of shit you know for sure yeah man. and it's like it's like what i was saying in the intro there's certain bands out there that if you don't if someone's gonna look at you and be like i don't fuck with that band there are certain bands out there that you're like fool that's fucking strange dude yeah yeah like what the fuck like i I get it like people are different like whatever the fuck but like that's hella weird you know yeah yeah dude i know and it's just yeah man that's yeah that's tight as fuck um (laughs) So, like, yeah, back to tour and shit. Like, so no. on tour, like, what kind of shit are you listening to? And, like, like what kind of shit are you – yeah, basically, so, so for example, like, me and, and I think – I feel like a lot of other fools in my band feel like this. Like, when we're on tour and it's, like, week three and a half of, like, playing shows every night, the last thing that I want to listen to is a heavy or, like, a metal band. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Because I'm mm-hmm. hearing that shit every single night. And like mm. my ears are just fucking bombarded with like distortion every single night. Yeah. So like I usually listen to some like ambient, like fucking electronics some like rain, like some fucking whatever, some like, you know, Tame Impala with like Dan and Shiv or like something uh-huh. to like calm my ass the fuck down. Like, are you like that? Is there like certain shit that you like listen to on tour to like keep your mind right? Or like, like, or is it, does it just we- not matter to you? <laughs> We have like rules for like in the van. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We 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 pretty much only listen to Hendrix, <laughs> Neil Young, Grateful Dead, Allman Brothers, <laughs> Beatles, Stones, so much Stones. Yeah, that's tight. But we uh, we listen to like you know Joni Mitchell. We don't listen really listen to Towns Van Zant very much. We listen to a lot of Gene Clark in the van. Mm-hmm. Um, just a lot of like kind of groovy. I'm on tour right now. I'm traveling music, you know? Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, but, yeah. but but nothing too heavy. Like, we listened to some, like, we just played a show in LA and we, we, we listened to, like, a Crowbar album into a Dying Fetus album into, like, a fucking Cannibal Corpse album. And that was, yeah. but usually we don't listen to heavy stuff in the van. Yeah. Like, yeah. we will sometimes, like, we always listen to our, like, our favorite album to listen to on tour is Injustice for All. We always oh, listen to Injustice dude, for yeah, All on tour. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the one that my mom yeah. gave me when I was like fucking eight or something. I had yeah. a birthday party at Bowling Alley. You remember the warehouse, the record store, like the, the record store, the warehouse? 
yeah 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 like i remember that's uh and that's funny at the beginning of the show i talk about mother's day and shit how my mom laced me with fucking metallica and that was the one dude and like i appreciate yeah. all you know i appreciate all that early metallica but damn fool like injustice for all is just like i know stuck in my fucking like heart full forever yeah it's crazy yeah. man yeah <laughs> yeah that shit's tight and it's funny like uh my first euro tour with deaf heaven we had this fucking dude he was great dude and he was our he was our tour manager out there and he was this like super punk fool from um uh from czech republic and this motherfucker love i love you nick but this fool literally 6 a.m like oh like it is time to go fucking gore grind right away <laughs> oh, dude, and we were all Christ. like dude what the fuck are you doing dude like this is dude, so intense fuck dude. No. yeah dude uh -huh. all the time man and we were, we were just looking at each other like fool it's six it's six in the morning like we this is this is hour one of our fucking six hour drive dude like please oh, i'm God. gonna die yeah it was just some funny what shit. the fuck yeah yeah it's like so yeah, crazy dude, yeah i know yeah. Um, man, we listen to fucking nah, dude, nah, man, no, none of that shit. Yeah, uh, -uh on tour too, no way. I know, dude. Like, what, what was he listening to? Like, dude, just like all this like super like, obscure, like fucking like, dude, he would dive deep, dude, because like uh, the Czech like, Republic. Would you, you play that one band, uh, Last Days of Humanity? I don't know, I uh, dude, uh, I'm talking like <laughs> Gorgrind that is like just like the most basic like everything yeah. sounds the same like dude and because yeah. it was because like the czech republic has this that has that fucking um like over the top grind fest and it's like yeah they have that one fest there that huge one where What's people it are like uh, throwing shit at each other and like fucking yeah like, fucking yeah every, uh, it's called like mind. obscene something um obscene Ob extreme obscene extreme yeah, yeah. okay yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i know that Dude, shit yeah <laughs> that shit it was like his favorite thing on the planet and he would he yeah. had all these obscene extreme comps that he uh, would just yeah. one after the other full just throw them in and the yeah. only one i ever was like all right full like like I can't listen to this, but this is tight. Was it was called Worm Rot? Have you ever heard of Worm Rot? Oh yeah, Worm Rot. I've and seen those, Worm Rot. Those play. are my brown they're from, brothers. They're from like fool. Malaysia. Exactly. Or yeah, yeah. They were yeah. from. I think they're from Singapore. And I was always like, yeah, yeah. "All right, fool. This is the only. This is the only thirty seconds. I'm gonna not talk shit to you because these fools are just fucking some straight island dogs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then we're, and then we're gonna start talking shit. You know? I saw a video. It's funny that we're talking about that band. I saw like a YouTube video like fucking five years ago or six years ago of that band playing, and the fool was literally. So so brown so island that he couldn't yeah. like he would wear flip-flops on stage and shit and like fucking yeah. and like kick him off while he was playing and just like <laughs> walk around barefoot and shit and then yeah when we went to singapore i felt like a clown because i was like oh like do you guys fuck with that band worm rot and they're like yeah full worm rot like like, right. we live here everybody <laughs> yeah 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 that. So, you know what i'm saying so <laughs> yeah, i was like yeah. oh okay damn we just yeah. fucking straight up talked about that band that's hilarious dude <laughs> um so yeah like you're yeah you're a, a road dog like like we are like uh what like what would you give like what kind of tip would you give um some young fucking fool that's like hella wants to tour like there, you know there's touring tips like like last time dan and shiv said like don't fucking play for an hour if you're an opening band like shit like that oh you know? yeah oh my god yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like what's a tour tip that you would give like some fool yeah i would just say man keep it really simple like mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like uh don't my advice for touring is don't go unless you know unless you absolutely know 
it's worth your while. And I don't mean like, well, I just like playing my instrument. I don't mean like that. I mean like, don't do it at all unless like, you know, all right, th these fools are going to set up this tight show in this town and these yeah. and our friends over here. Yeah, yeah. And you know, like don't, don't allow surprises because yeah. surprises can be a bummer and you're far away from home and you can lose your fucking mind yeah, dude, and fight with real. your friends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, and be so, stranded in fucking like Kansas or something and someone's exactly, everyone's yeah. all mad at each other and shit. Yeah. Just make sure you got your bases covered and make sure, make it a vacation. Yeah. Like make it, make it so that, you know it's going to be fun. Don't, like, I know this is, like, probably, like, wrong to say, but, like, don't take risks. Like, yeah, no. Dude, like, hey. just enjoy yourself. Like, traveling should be fun. So so book it in a way that you're in, that the, the emphasis is on enjoying yourself. Like That is fucking some really good advice, actually, dude. Like, yeah. That's, yeah, that's a really good one. Because, you know, tour is going to throw curveballs at you fucking anyway. Yes, you know anyway. You're getting a Yeah, you're going to run into some shit. Yeah, your van's going to break down anyway. Yeah. Like, exactly. you know what I mean? Like, whatever is going to happen anyway. So you might as well yeah exactly, Damn, exactly. Fool, that's some fucking true knowledge right there fool if, <laughs> if you're a young fucking clown you better fucking you better take a note on that one dude because that's hella true dude like prepare dude like like yeah you're a musician yeah it's like cool like you're gonna go out and rage and like do all this shit but damn fool like successful fools plan you know what i'm saying yeah um my baseball coach used to say practice and preparation prevents piss poor performance you know what i'm saying Same yeah shit. true yeah true that's tight as fuck um, that's tight yeah 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 <laughs> well uh yeah man we're like winding down uh is there any other like tony molina projects like that fools should like go peep right now or, or like what's going on with you and any other bands you're fucking with right now yeah i got uh i got um let's see so i'm working on my album i think i might be finishing it i'm going to jacks you know mm -hmm. to finish my oh LP. yeah that's the dog uh, man. yeah yeah of course yeah you know him. yeah uh, <laughs> um so i'm gonna go finish my lp with him um in a few days, twenty uh, first, I think. Is so, that for Tony Molina, or is that for a different man? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's word. the new Tony Molina LP. I'm gonna go try to wrap it up. It's uh, a lot of songs. I'm not really sure how many are gonna make the album, but I basically tracked twenty five songs. But I don't know how many are, I'm gonna put on the album and how many I'm gonna take off. Mm -hmm. Or um, so, but I'm just trying to finish the basic tracking, and then I got a cassette, a live cassette coming out that we're gonna have on our tour with Ceremony this summer yeah and then i'm also yeah it's like real limited yeah uh i saw that and I, yeah oh and, and i, I got, heard that track on it that that got posted it's fucking slaps full oh it's that high, dude. thanks man yeah <laughs> yeah man uh thanks dude fucking and then my first album uh embarrassing times which is an old album i made w w like years before this and dismissed um i'm doing another uh repressing of that on cassette too for that tour so Sweet. for the tour with Ter ceremony it's like it starts june 12th and we'll have those two new tapes. I don't know, a bunch of new merch. We'll have more records. The records have, have been out of print for a while, so we'll have copies of Dis and Dismiss on vinyl. Tight. Which, yeah, and then, you know, do shirts and shit. So it'll be cool. It's, it's, that tour is going to be sick. Dude. Yeah, man. That's dude, that, yeah. that was my next question was, like, going to ask you about, like, other like tours coming up because i saw like i saw the ceremony shit and i was like yeah that's gonna be tight as fuck hell yeah because um, those are our hitting, boys yeah yeah are you guys hitting la i i can't remember uh you know what we're not because they have to do a show um in la uh a little bit before that with negative approach that's oh, like more recent that's yeah. more coming up so i think you know you can't really play um, you can't really play the same town and within a certain amount. You know how venues kind of are yeah, yeah. It's like, like the radius hey, thing, like, radius. Yeah, like whatever, you yeah. can't play SF like within this. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. with the radius. Like yeah. yeah, 
did you uh, go to that uh did you go to that negative approach show at uh great american i didn't almost everyone else uh like a bunch of my friends went to that dude that, I, was, I remember being there and like being like yeah fuck yeah i'll go see negative approach man like fucking fools yeah. j literally jumping off the top balcony at great right. american i was like yeah this shit's fucking nutty dude like yeah, oh my crazy, god man. dude yeah I like, <laughs> like i love this man so much i'm gonna like break my fucking ankle you know like yeah, yeah. word fool i don't feel you but that's tight <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah 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 so other shit anything anything else coming up uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, Oakland Metro, May 19th. We're playing with nothing. That's one of our oh, shows. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. So, but yeah, uh, the tour, got some shows, got some new shit coming out. So yeah, man, that's, yeah. that's basically it, man, you know? Yeah, are you, uh, just for personal reasons, are you coming back to LA anytime soon? We should we fucking I'll be down there. I'll be down there a little bit before. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be down there in June. I know we're playing that berserk town thing in august oh oh yeah okay yeah yeah um that's gonna be sick milk music's playing yeah yeah, yeah. and they're like my fucking favorite band Dude, so yeah that fucking uh yeah. that uh four-way split they did with like merchandise uh -huh. and destruction yeah, yeah. in it and uh i can't remember that. Dude, that shit yeah slaps full dude fuck yeah man yeah, yeah i love that yeah, my favorite band dude yeah fuck yeah so, i'm excited to see them again they don't play live very much yeah. I got to see them two other times this year already. So I've, three times in one year is pretty lucky, I think. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. That's it, man. Just some shows, some touring, man, some new shit. You know, cool. chilling, man. Yeah, tight. Well, uh, yeah, man, like that's fucking, that's the interview, dude. I'm, dude, right. I'm so fucking stoked that you came on here because like. Me too, man. Thanks for fucking hitting yeah, me up, bro. And like, obviously, this, it's not the first time you're going to come on here, dude. We're just going to yeah, yeah. do this shit. It's going to go Hell on yeah. for hell long and like again i said it last show like the whole point of this shit is that we're a fucking team you know what i'm saying yeah, I, li I like to think that our team's called the raiders but like it can be called like whatever you know um, but uh, you know uh we're all a fucking team dude and i'm like i'm so stoked that you came on here dude it like makes yeah, the show too. it makes the show like i've wanted to do the show for a long time but it makes it like easy on my end too to talk to like yeah, straight yeah, yeah. up dogs you know what I'm saying? homies yeah yeah so it's like you don't have to no trip yeah 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 exactly no trip at all so uh yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, fucking. So I told you to pick a song, and you told me to grab Santana. You just don't care. Yes. And um, yeah, a, I'm really fucking down with that. And b, hell yeah, dude. I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna see you hella soon, man. I really appreciate you coming on here. I hope so, man. Yeah, Thanks, yeah. Bro. All right, dog. Well, uh, yeah, I'm gonna get at you. That was Tony Molina, man. That's some true shit, like dog shit right there. All true. right, dog. I'll talk to you soon. All right, bud. Well, damn, that went really fucking well. That was Tony Molina. Um, it's super easy to do shit like this when you're just talking to someone that's chill as fuck and it helps when they're in a really tight band and write really tight music so yeah i'm gonna do my best to keep these coming it was a really chill two episodes uh, hopefully it's a really chill 200 fucking episodes you know what i'm saying and uh all this shit is because you motherfuckers listen to it and i really really appreciate it again i've wanted to do this for a long time and yeah it helps when fools are telling you that they like it you know what i'm saying so again the email address is talkfulradio at gmail.com any uh, suggestions fucking whatever the fuck uh, uh once more i'm gonna say that i'm gonna try i'm trying to find anybody that can give me a little graphic so it's not just my fucking incredibly bomb face on there no i'm just playing but uh yeah dude uh i really appreciate everything you guys are fucking throwing at me all the comments and uh anything at all 
So yeah, I'm going to leave you with Tony's pick, and that is Santana with You Just Don't Care. Fucking peace.